Hey there, hi there, ho there. Welcome back to another week of um, people just sitting on their computers, in their beds, staring at each other, but also kind of not looking at each other at times. That's why we talk over each other sometimes. Sometimes I'm not paying attention. Like, you're there, but I'm not. Yeah, sometimes I'm, like, looking somewhere else, and I'm, like, looking at the computer, and I'm like, you know what? We have this up for a reason, so we don't interrupt one another. But (laughs) I'm not promising we won't. We just did it. There we go. Yep, yep. It's okay, though. But I don't get annoyed or anything. That's the thing. Because I know you, like, you said one time, um, like, I interrupt you so much. I'm like, Taylor, I literally do not notice it at all. I promise you, I do not. The thing is, though, is, like, I think I've gotten better. People out there who listen might be like, no, she still doesn't know how to stop (laughs) flapping them jaws. But the times when I consciously try not to are the episodes where I feel like I don't say anything the whole time. I'm like Mm -hmm. this. And that means I'm talking too much, ladies and gentlemen. And I need to shut my mouth. We love communication issues. That's why sometimes I'm like, we need people from the outside telling us what's wrong. Like, yeah, I might get my feelings hurt, but I need constructive criticism. I need it, but in the most delicate way ever. Mm -hmm. I need some of the sparkle emojis. I need the fairy emojis. Like, hey, girly, just let you know, um, quit talking so much. Thanks. I want mine coupled up with a forehead kiss. Like, hey, babe, Mm -hmm. let other people have their time to shine. (laughs) It sounds like we have the same issues (laughs) with ourselves. (laughs) You know, we like that. And that's why we're a match made in heaven. Yes. I mean, we are each other's valentines, you know, 24 7, 365 days a year. Valentine's Day is not just for February, y'all. Uh uh. Mm mm. For, for the Courage Adult podcast, every single day. Every day, always and forever. I have Katie's name tattooed on my bicep inside a heart. You don't want to know where yours is tattooed on my body. Ooh, scandalous. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, you, do you have a seamless second lined up for us, Taylor? I do, but I'm going to let you talk about yours first because I'm going to treat this like a Socratic seminar and say, yeah, jumping off of what she just said. All right, all right, all right. Um, mine might be a little all over the place at the moment, but just bear with me, everyone. Um, so as you guys know, because I think I've talked about this, I started watching WandaVision. On Disney Plus, yes, I have given twelve dollars to Disney Plus plus tax, which is about fourteen probably. Um, and you know, I like the show. I do not appreciate how short the episodes are because let me tell you, you go on there, the runtime says like maybe, like for the first few episodes, it would say like thirty minutes. Um, didn't count the seven minutes of credits, which I think everybody deserves the credits. It seems like. A lot of people worked on this show. It is the most expensive show ever made. Um, but that's 21 minutes of content. You think it's more expensive than our show? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Interesting. Unless we have people with, telekine- with uh, telekinesis everywhere. 
Um, but we can always add that in. P is um, for um, powers. <laughs> but, ooh, great Halloween episode idea. Okay. I'll put it in the Google Anyways. Doc. And then the episodes keep getting, like, longer and longer, but it's still those, like, seven minutes of credits that really just, like, get to me. And, you know, see, uh, the series finale is coming up, because I think it's only, like, one season. And people are, like, really mad, because apparently it's spoiled that it's not an hour long, because they keep saying, like, yeah, last three episodes, hour long. And this is Marvel and Disney saying this, like, actual people working there. They're like, yeah, they're going to be an hour long. And I'm like... Y'all got a reputation of just lying to people all the time. Not lying. And they do this They do this with everything. Because, you know, I've talked about... I don't know if I've talked that, about this on the podcast, but... They're, Disney and Marvel and just everybody there, they love to hype up things that, are, that mean so little. So, you know how... They would always say, like, oh my god, the first gay character in Star Wars, or the first gay character in Marvel, or the first gay character in a Disney anime movie is gonna come out in this movie. And then it turns out to be, like, a background character or an offensive stereotype of somebody. That's what I'm saying. Like, Disney needs to be stopped. And right here, right now, I'm gonna create a petition titled, Disney needs to be stopped, but don't stop making content, please. Just make it the right way. Katie will put the link for that in the description uh, for her change.org petition. You can sign it if you'd like. No money required. I I am not like Gorilla Glue girl where like, can you, can you guys pay for my surgery? Like girl, Gorilla Glue. You put it, do you not know who Gorilla Glue girl is? It's not like lace front Gorilla Glue girl. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, it's the girl who put Gorilla Glue in her hair. I think I knew about it, but not directly from that source. Well, basically, yeah, she put Gorilla Glue in her hair, and uh, she and then she had people give her money, like donate money for her, like just to pay for other things. Like she basically scammed everybody. Oh, Gigi, 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 Gigi. Gigi Cube. Gorilla Glue Girl. Yes. Yeah. Gigi Cube. Anyways, that was all over the place. Sorry. Um, but I will give WandaVision one thing. They had one good line that I really liked. Um, it, it was, um, if not, it's something around like, um, grief is love persevering. And I was like, there is something about that line. I'm not doing it justice, but it was like, it, it was so well done. And I said, Marvel, maybe you did something right. Just that one time. Just that one time. Thanks. Um, okay. Professor, I have to get my points today. Please, can I talk for the Socratic Seminar ends? All right. All right, Taylor. Okay, so springboarding off of what Katie just said... Just diving right off of that, catapulting off, if you will. She's talking about Disney Plus. I had a little revelation this week. You know, now that I'm a girly working nine to five, I don't get a lot of time to chill. So at the end of the day, while I knit my little sweater, I watch a little iCarly every now and then, you know, just for funsies. And I was watching the episode about the Dingo channel. And listen, I didn't realize how dumb little kid me was until 
two days ago. So obviously for brand name products, they, they change it up, you know, like a pear pod mm-hmm. instead of like apple mm-hmm. iPod, uh, Peppy Cola instead of Pepsi Cola. Dingo Channel is Disney Channel. I didn't even know what Dingo Channel was until you said, I mean, I'm sure as a kid, I knew what it was. And if I watched it again, huh? I mean, we were all little dumb, little dummies. It was an back episode about this children's television network that had been stealing ideas from iCarly and using it in their show. And I was like, wow, the hmm. Dingo Channel. And then they said, yeah, legend ha- like has it that the Dingo Channel execs head is frozen or whatever and that's what they say about walt disney oh and all of this was just coming together and i said wow i wonder if there is an actual instance where disney stole ideas from nickelodeon and that's why they included it or is it just like friendly rivalry i don't know so that's a research project for me and i'll keep y'all updated that's really interesting i mean i I haven't been watching iCarly. I do want to start watching it again. Um, But I see on TikTok and some of the things that they're like, I don't know, like some of the things they're saying, I'm like, wait, that's what that meant? Like it's like it makes so much sense to me. That's what like most kids shows and I would say like mostly Nickelodeon because they can get away with more stuff than Disney. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, that's what that meant and all of that. Yeah. Growing up understanding things context yes Mm -hmm. anyways we got a great episode for y'all today we got another writer's room finally finally because writer's room is fun it's fun we wish we did it more often honestly but it takes a kind of a lot of preparation and and it's, it's kind of a treat. That's how I put it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like you're saying, yeah, I'm giving up dairy this year. I'm giving up dairy for Lent. But every Saturday you just have a little, a little of ice cream. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. A little treat. Just like when we used to have Froyo. Oh, God. Memories. I, I'll, I, I'll cry if I think about it. I will say we have that gas station where the Froyo is. We have that in my hometown now. So, like, I have the option to wow. get it, but I don't out of solidarity. Wow. Thank you, though. Out of solidarity. I drive past um, and I think, wow, that would really hit. But I said, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. So, this week, basically what we're doing, I think we need to understand our characters more. Mm-hmm. You know, we know some of the plots going on. Uh, we kind of know our characters, but what are their personalities like? What would they do in certain situations? So that is why we are going to assign them their 16 personality test. So if you don't know what that is, basically it's a bunch of letters mushed together. And it basically uh, defines you as a person. Mm-hmm. There's four categories. We have our analysts, our diplomats. Sentinels? Is that how you pronounce that? Yep, like the Knoxville News Sentinel. Mm -hmm. And our explorers. Um, So I love this stuff. I will say I'm not as educated on every single one of them, especially like I would say explorers because that is like not me whatsoever. 
Um, and typically my favorite characters, I always look up like, what type of like personality type are they? They're, they mostly fall, I would say, in the analysts or the diplomats. Um, but yeah, I thought this would be so fun because if we assign them the personality, that means like we know them more. We know how they react to certain situations. Um, what kind of situations they would put themselves in. I literally just stole the descriptions from the actual website. And she made it all color-coded. I did mm -hmm. help fit it on one page. That was my contribution. Yes, thank you. I feel like I never do anything, so I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do this this one time. And I was going to put, like, characters that we actually know um, into these, but then... Um, I haven't been feeling too well these past few days, and I was like, you know what? I don't think I can do that. I think we should take a second to acknowledge the fact that we have actually taken the Myers-Briggs MBTI 16 personalities quiz mm -hmm. ourselves in the past on the pod, and I will link that in the description, because your girlies, mm -hmm. as I'm sure you're so surprised to know, are rare. We're INFJ. Nobody understands yes. us. Nobody's like us. Even though I feel like everyone's always like, I'm an INFJ. We're the only IFJs that matter, though. Mm -hmm. I've taken that test like four or five times over the last five years, and it's always been the same. I took it as a kid, and I got INFJ. I mean, come on. I also, I don't know if that's a good thing, because it means like I've never changed my entire life. <laughs> but I, considering it means I'm rare, I'll take it. And that's on Selena Gomez. Yes. Um... So yeah, I have the actual website pulled up. So if we ever need to know like what, like if we need an example, like what type of celebrity or like character is a certain type, you know, I can just click on it and I can just scroll down. Look, mm -hmm. I'll try to type uh, with one hand what, what we decide they are next to the names at the bottom. Also, mm -hmm. I, back when I was working on the podcast schedule, you know, two months ago because now I planned my life out months in advance mm -hmm. I linked a little personality questions list so once we have our babies assigned I think it would be nice to just maybe visit a couple of those questions for each person mm -hmm. and see how would they react to this and there's like so many different questions with these like there's even like a category for possessions and it's like what is in their fridge it's like the most random thing. And that would tell a lot about someone, though. Mm -hmm. Like, it are would. they um, a hungry man frozen meal person? Or are they a Trader Joe's? All right, we have our analysts. So first, we have um, the architect, INTJ. Imaginative and strategic thinkers with a plan for everything. The logician. Did I say that right? Logician? Logis I think so. Logician like magician? That's such a weird word. INTP. Innovative innovators. That is not what that says. Innovative inventors. <laughs> <laughs> the computer is so far away from my eyes. <laughs> Innovative inventors with an unquenchable thirst for knowledge. The commander. ENTJ. Bold, imaginative, and strong-willed leaders always finding a way or making one. They said pave the path. Debater, ENTP. Smart and curious thinkers who cannot resist an intellectual challenge. Next, we have the diplomats. An advocate. That's us, ladies. Y'all should know, but we'll 
refresh y'all's memories. Quiet and mystical. <laughs> We're so mystical. Oh my god. Yeah, very <laughs> inspiring and tireless idealists. The mediator, INFP. Poetic, kind, and altruistic people, always eager to help a good cause. I thought it said have at first. <laughs> The protagonist, ENFJ. Charismatic and inspiring leaders able to mesmerize their listeners. That's what we need to be. Mm. Are, are we mesmerizing you? Yes. That's what we need to aim for. We we're need to too mystical our... to mesmerize. We're, we're too introverted for that. We need to get, we need to change the E mm-hmm. to be extroverted. Um, the campaigner. ENFP. Enthusiastic, creative, and sociable free spirits who can always find a reason to smile. That is not me. Let's be honest. The diplomats are the best. The dippies are incredible. Chef's kiss. Incroyable. Next category, sentinels. Girl, when I tell you this word is going to trip me up. Logis- Girl, I can't print Logistician. <laughs> that. Logistician. Let's just, just, (laughs) my mouth can't do that. Um, ISTJ. Practical and fact-minded individuals whose reliability cannot be doubted. The Defender, ISFJ. Very dedicated and warm protectors, always ready to defend their loved ones. The Executive, ESTJ. Excellent administrators. Not subpar, but excellent. Unsurpassed at managing things or people. The Consul, ESFJ. Extraordinarily caring, social, and popular people, always eager to help. I already know who I would assign to that. <laughs> Next, the Explorers. The virtu- Virtuoso? Virtuoso? Yes, that, that's the word. Sorry, I'm like having, I'm, I'm having a really difficult time here, if you guys can't tell. Um, ISTP. Bold and practical experimenters, masters of all kinds of tools. The Adventurer, ISFP. Flexible and charming artist, always ready to explore and experience something new. The Entrepreneur, ESTP. Smart, energetic, boss babe, and very perceptive people who truly enjoy living on the edge. The Entertainer, ESFP. What is that one thing called? ESPN. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's what I almost said at first. I was like... ESPN Sports. Uh, spontaneous, <laughs> energetic, and enthusiastic people. Life is never boring around them. That's mm. who I want to be around. I don't want to be that, but I want to be around it. I think I know for a fact that Peter Parker is in the Explorers category. I just can't remember which one. I think I saw that earlier. I think it is ESFP. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Now we gotta assign our characters. So should we start with putting them in a broad category and then looking at Yeah, Miss Penny. Where does Miss Penny go? I think she is either an analyst or a diplomat. I was thinking I was honestly thinking diplomat. I I think Okay. First, we got to think, like, is she extroverted or introverted? I feel like that's, I think like, that that's she's where you can split it. 
extroverted mm-hmm. because she's class president. You have to have some sort of yeah. like go get them to want to do that. Yeah. So architect, logician, advocate, mediator, already out. Because mm-hmm. if it starts with the E, that means you're extroverted. So we have the commander, debater, protagonist, or campaigner. You would think I would say campaigner because of what I just said about student body, right? Mm-hmm. But on campaigner, it says free spirit, and she doesn't give me free spirit energy. She gives me very calculated. Yeah. I was going to say, honestly, I think I'm torn between ENTJ or ENFJ, so commander and protagonist. I think... Ooh. I, I think commander. She gives me commander vibes. I would agree. I think Commander is the answer. And if mm-hmm. anyone heard that ice machine in the background, I am so sorry. <laughs> I was wondering what that was. I'm not in there right now, and maybe I can edit it out. Maybe I can't. We'll see. Next, we have Reese. What is Miss Reese's Pieces going to give us? So she's very, like, hippy-dippy. So I think mm-hmm. she is either in Sentinel or Explorer. Mm-hmm. wait a minute i just said espn and my says espn on the screen uh girl i don't want any part of that voodoo magic it went away right when i said that (laughs) i think she because she's like very like oh environmentalism and i think she has to be sort of the opposite of penny because they're they're bfs they're gonna balance each other out Mm-hmm. So if Penny is an ENTJ, maybe Reese, would you say she's extroverted or introverted? See, I was thinking extrovert, but now I'm like, well, she's kind of the opposite. She kind of has to be a little bit introverted. Because mm-hmm. I was thinking console, extraordinarily caring, social and popular people, always eager to help, but like popular people. I don't know about that. Also, my stomach is growling. Sorry if you guys can hear that. <laughs> I, I mean, we just have loads of noises today. Consider it um, ambiance. I was going to say Defender ISFJ. That's what I was going to consider as well. Because, mm-hmm. you know, she's down to help her BFF with her little pregnancy issue, her little um, after school so- show special problem. Mm-hmm. And I think that that makes sense. Because I could see her being one of those people that's friends with everybody, but not popular. Just like, yeah. just kind of gets along with She's the just general nice population. To everybody. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So ISFJ. Mm-hmm. Dang, we doing this fast, y'all. We know these people. We know them because we, we do. know them. <laughs> Next is Miss Beth. Okay, Beth. I have an answer for this. All right. I think that Beth is debater potentially but i also think that she could be logistician istj because beth a part of me thinks that she's introverted Mm -hmm. but i feel like she has these moments where she's like outspoken hmm See, here's the thing. So I know someone who is a debater, ENTP, and this person's like, 
like half like introverted half extroverted so I feel like that could still work with Mm -hmm. debater because I feel like if you're fully introverted you were just like fully introverted but like extrovert there's like a little wiggle room Mm-hmm. I think that debater could make sense because she was trying to get the role that Penny has as president, mm-hmm. didn't get it, and we, we've we still kind of, like, played around with, like, are Beth and Penny friends? Are they frenemies? Like, what's the deal? We don't know yet, mm-hmm. but I could see her having a little resentment there, you know, a little, like, why didn't yeah. I get it? So debater, I think, could make sense. Just the fact that ENTJ and ENTP are right next to each other, I feel like that's, like, bad blood right there. That makes or sense. Like, hmm Oh, here we go with our favorite um, pedophilic king, uh, <laughs> Hardy. What is Duke? Is he introverted or extroverted? Duke? Oh, I need to say this as well. I put this in the Google Doc and I kind of forgot. Yeah, I saw. Yeah, I was going to bring that Duke up. Duke originally, I wrote that character and I wrote him as 26. Why? Don't know. I think I just used an age generator. But I think 26, I want to amend that a little bit. I think I want to make him a little younger so that it makes a bit more sense. To like 23-ish? Yeah, 23-ish. And by sense, I'm not saying it makes sense to be a pedophile at 23. Obviously not. Uh, No. Um, I mean 23 as in all of his friends who went to college would have graduated like at around that time. And maybe they're getting their Mm -hmm. lives started and he's still in the same place. That's why I think 23 makes more sense. But him with the personality... I don't know if he's introverted or extroverted. I feel like he may have been extroverted at one point, but isn't now because there's like this shame about not. I feel like he's moving. I feel on. like he's introverted. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, I think he could be adventurer or virtuoso. Hmm. But I'm leaning adventurer. Yeah, I think he's more adventurer. Because, like, charming artist, I feel like you would have to be charming to get with as many people as he has, you know? Mm-hmm. And he's always ready to explore and experience something new. Exactly. And they work at a paint store. Maybe he has, like, some artistic elements there. <laughs> and he's going to have to explore fatherhood. Uh, you know... <laughs> I wonder what their compatibility would be. That's something to consider. Very low. Like him and Penny, but also him and Lily May. Like, what is the compatibility of their types? Jeremy, I have my one picked for this, and you can let me know if you agree. Because mm-hmm. I just think this makes sense. So, Jeremy is console. 100%. Oh, I, lo- I think consoles are like so like cute because they're just like. They're always willing to just, like, help out, like, with anybody. Because, like, you could say the same about, like, INFJ or, you know, INFP. But with those people, they're, like, quieter. You got, like, they kind of have to be pushed a little bit. But ESFJ, they just, like, do it. They just do it. He just gives me energy that he would be popular and Mm well-liked. And, yeah, like, he gives me puppy dog energy. Mm-hmm. P is for puppy dog. I agree. So he's going to be ESFJ? Yes. 
Ooh, Miss Lily May. Oh, this is this a big one's gonna one. be interesting. This is an important decision to make. All right. Would we both agree that she's an extrovert? Yes. Okay, I'm glad that we're on the same page about that. I feel like she's a sentinel or an anal. I think she could be sentinel. And I think executive. Yeah, she's not console. No. Excellent administrators, unsurpassed at managing things. Or Okay, yeah, unsurpassed at managing things or people. That's definitely her. And she's taking over her family's business. So... Mm-hmm. I think executive would just make sense. And maybe, like, she's kind of the dominant one in her relationship with Duke. Yeah. And her relationship with everybody, honestly. I could not see her being vulnerable. We only have two introvert people so far. This is interesting. Dang. We said we hate introverts. (laughs) Is anyone going to be an INFJ? That's what I'm curious about. You got to be careful with those. You got to pick them very carefully mm-hmm um but like with infjs there's like a certain archetype with them because if you hold on let me go on the infj um section because it's like every character it's like that makes sense they're all kind of the same so well here's like the actual people you have martin luther king nelson mandela mother Teresa. Um, Lady Gaga. Hmm, interesting. Nicole Kidman, Morgan Freeman. And then the actual characters, you have Jon Snow. You have a bunch of Lord of the Rings characters I don't know. Um, Rose from Titanic. Desmond from Lost. And Atticus Finch. And some other characters. Like, all these characters are known for being, like, like, people's favorites because they're nice. They, like, they help people. Like, they couldn't do anything wrong. Interesting. I think that that's Mm -hmm. interesting because I don't see myself as that way. But I Mm -hmm. identify with other traits attached to it. Yeah. I think INFJ is easy to misunderstand. That's true. I'm so misunderstood. We're not all just good, goody-goody, you know. We're not all little sugar plum fairies. And Bath and Body Works lotion. Nuh-uh. We have some bite to us. Mm-hmm. Then we have Delia. I'm sorry, were you saying something? I, like, literally just... No, you're like, fine. It's fine. Like, Delia, right. I think... So she, you know, she does her, like, piercing thing. And Delia, to me, reads as artistic. Yeah, like, I don't think I know Delia enough, to be honest, to, like categorize her i think it would be easy to be like oh virtuoso bold and practical because like i in my head i see her as like graphic in appearance and not graphic like oh my god Mm -hmm. scandalous xxx nc17 but graphic just like punchy yeah but also i think you can be punchy and bold and still be like logical so Mm -hmm. i could see her being potentially sentinel or explorer like a logistician or virtuoso um or maybe she is the infj because we we both just said we don't know her that well maybe she's mystical i don't know like do we know her that well to make her infj that's a very special category 
I think that she's 100% an introvert. I will say that. I okay. don't see her as an extrovert. I honestly think she's an explorer. So if she's an explorer, I would say virtuoso. Yeah. I don't think she's a sentinel. I, I just don't. Explorers are like fun and like artistic and all that. And like I just feel like that's her. So we have Penny as ENTJ, Reese as mm-hmm. ISFJ, Beth as ENTP, Duke as ISFP, interesting, uh, Jeremy as ESFJ, Lily Mae as ESTJ, and then Delia as ISTP. This is an interesting group of people. Mm-hmm. I'll just say that. I just want to know how, like, they would interact with each other based on that. Because, you know, some of these people have stronger bonds. Like, Penny and Reese are best friends. Mm-hmm. Beth has a thing for Duke. Duke and Penny have their whatever. Lily yeah. and Duke have their whatever. Oh, my God. We're missing someone. Who are we missing? Lincoln. No, he's in supporting. Never mind. We're fine. Yeah. I was about to say, like... <laughs> yeah. I was like, how how are we going to know if Jeremy and Lincoln are compatible? I was about to freak out. I was like, where is he? Mm-hmm. Do you want to do Lincoln really quick? Because he is kind of, like, even though he's a supporting character, he's kind of still important. Sure. I'll move him up just so that they're in the same category. So, Lincoln... I think Lincoln, because, okay, if you haven't listened to the previous episodes, one, that's not my problem, and I'm not recapping the whole thing, go back and listen to them. Dang. How you feel is not my problem. <laughs> uh, um, Lincoln and Jeremy, they have a little romantic, thing. romantic thing going on, which we love. They're our OTP. They're the only couple that matters. Um, mm-hmm. I think because Jeremy is so like, ah, everybody likes me, but not aware of it. He's just like someone that people like. I think Lincoln mm-hmm. kind of has to be the opposite. I don't care if that's cliche. I feel like Lincoln has to be the one it's who's cute. more. People don't really like him, but they don't hate him. They just don't really know him because he kind of sees yeah. himself as like above it all. So he's definitely not INFJ. Uh-uh. Um... Could he be an analyst? Potentially. Let's see. If he was an analyst, he could be a logician. He could be a logician. I also think he could be a sentinel and be a logistician. Practical and fact-minded individuals who reliability cannot be doubted. Okay. I I see that. I think either one but also he his thing this is just going back to character descriptions originally his thing was that he has a problem with lying so maybe reliability is not the one for him yeah is he an extrovert or an introvert i feel like he's introvert okay yeah Hmm. i just don't see him as a diplomat literally at all um, I don't think he's a diplomat or a sentinel because sentinel is like those are still like very loyal people and I just don't see him as that way. And I don't see explorer so he's definitely analyst. So we have architect or logician. Hmm. I think architect maybe. 
imaginative and strategic thinkers with a plan for everything. He does seem like a planning type of... Like, he kind of seems like he's one step ahead of everyone else. See, I view it as, like, cunning almost. Because, like, Logician, Mm -hmm. while it's like, oh, I'm innovative, it gives me Ravenclaw energy. Logician. It's like, I want to learn. And I don't know if he is in it for that. I feel like he's more in it for, like, notoriety. Mm Mm-hmm. Let's say INTJ. INTJ. So that means that Jeremy is in ESFJ and Lincoln is an INTJ. So we have ESFJ. We have a console and an architect together. I wonder what that's like. Hmm. I want to look it up really quick. I feel like that's a very dangerous combination. <laughs> okay. I in, what was it? INTJ? Yeah. And ESFJ. <laughs> it says communication can be a challenge. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, okay. I feel like that's true though with them. I feel like it would make sense. Like I, d- I wouldn't want their relationship to be smooth. I want some mm-hmm. tumultuous situations in there. Yeah. Okay. So this is INTJs prefer to solve issues logically, while ESFJs tend to work through personal tensions emotionally. That makes sense. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, INTJs should respect ESFJs need to express themselves by listening and offering support while ESFJ should be aware of INTJs rational processing by avoiding excessive emotional expression. That makes sense wow. to me. I was trying to look up, um, ENTJ and ISFP for Duke and Penny. Um, basically it keeps talking about like you. So like, I can't tell which one I'm supposed to like. Can I say something before you read that? I just saw something, and this is going to rock your world, sis. All right. So when we were originally planning the episodes, we had an episode where Jeremy kind of has a thing for Penny. You know, he kind of has a thing for her. Penny is an ENTJ, and he is an ESFJ, so both extroverts. Now he's going to Lincoln, who is an INTJ, which is the opposite of Penny. Dang. I'm just saying. I'm just he said, saying. I found what, he said, I found what I really like. So, um, okay. So ENTJ, so that's Penny, ISFP is Duke. Communication can be a challenge between two people. Um, you tend to communicate in abstract theoretical ways. So that's ENTJ. Um, I and ISFP tend to communicate in a straightforward, concrete way. Mm. I don't know. Let's see. The two of you have very fundamental differences in what you value, while ENTJ tend to be a bit of an agitator, seeking out ways to shake up the system, make things newer, faster, and better. Um, ISFP is a traditionalist who will likely find your goals unnecessary, if not outright alarming i think that this could make sense right so Mm -hmm. it's basically saying penny she's all about efficiency like what can we change to make this smoother faster better and duke is working at this sherwin williams and he's probably been there for a while he's used to like things being the way they are she gets there and she's like this is dumb why is this organized like this it would be so much better if you did this so that's their conflict 
she's trying to shake it up and he's used to it. And I think we should make it clear that we're not trying to make them compatible in any way. No. Because, but we have to try to figure out how these two came together mm-hmm. in the first place. Now, should we do the ultimate character questionnaire and worksheet? Over 150 character questions. Okay, so this list, I have it scrolled down to specifically the personality section. So that is 37 questions. Um, who would you like to generate for first? Are we going down the line? Let's do Penny. Okay, generating. We have question number 18. Um, how do they react to criticism? I feel like she doesn't take it well. I, would I honestly, agree. she's just that's like her major flaw is that she thinks she's always right, mm-hmm. and she like I feel like she kind of shuts down when she's criticized. You know, she can't like, handle it from anyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think I, that's what she does. Like we wrote a scene, part of a scene. With her and Reese, and Reese is kind of like calling her out on not making a decision about this pregnancy, and Penny yeah. is kind of being rude and taking it out on Reese because she can't handle, mm-hmm. she can't handle the smoke. Yeah. So let yeah. me let me generate another. We have seventeen. Okay, so just one up. How do they react to praise? Ooh, our girl loves it. She eats it up. She's she eats it up. She loves it. P is for praise. Hmm. All right, our last one for Penny is 25. What will they stand up for? <laughs> Herself. <laughs> Herself, her causes. Like, what? what is her thing, though? Because, you know, Reese is like environmentalism. Jeremy is just loyal puppy dog. Lincoln, I feel like Lincoln is about himself, too, which makes sense as to why, like, Jeremy's attracted to, like, both of them. It's like they, they are very into themselves and what they believe in. But I mm-hmm. think it's a different kind of I believe in myself. It's more of like a the rest of you are down here and I am up here with him. Let's see. What does Penny believe in? Like, what what does she stand up for? Um, I honestly don't know. I feel like Penny, though, she's still, like, one of those people that, like, looks out for the little guy, you know? She, maybe it's because she kind of becomes the little guy when she gets pregnant, because everybody's kind of like, ooh, you got pregnant when you're so young. Like, I don't want her her whole thing to be like, we got, like, teen pregnancy. It's a real thing. I don't want her whole personality to turn into that, but I still feel like. I don't know. She like stands up for the little guy or whatever. I think that that makes perfect sense because we all know like her parental situation. Um, And I feel like she gets along with her parents, but she has very different ideology than them. Yeah. And that would make sense when she goes and asks about Delia and like, oh, whatever happened to Delia? And her mom is, you know, kind of ranting and raving about how not together this girl is and penny's just kind of mm-hmm. like well she's still a person yeah yeah all right next we have reese okay what's mama cooking with today 14 weakest character trait 
I think Reese lacks focus. Hmm. I think that's her weakest one. I think she cares about a lot of things and in general is a good person. But she has difficulty articulating herself and making herself heard because her mind is in like 12 different places at the same time. Yeah, I feel like she spreads herself too thin. Mm-hmm. A little She's, scatterbrained, yeah. if you will. Mm-hmm. Number five, we're scrolling up. Do they ever put on airs? I would say yes. Right. Can I ask what that means? Like, am I? Uh, putting on an air is like putting on a facade. Like, if you act oh, different okay. with different people. I would say okay. yes. Specifically with, like, Beth. Because mm. I think we talked okay. about them having kind of some issues. Because, you know, Reese and Penny, BFFs, and yeah. Beth and Penny have this kind of, like, frenemy, like, situation going on. And I feel like Reese is a peacekeeper, but also she's a little wary of Miss Beth. She's a little wary of what her intentions are. So I would Mm -hmm. say yes, but only in that instance. I feel like other than that, she's kind of genuine to who she actually is. Yeah. So do you want to move ahead to Beth? Okay, so Beth is 19. What is their greatest fear? Mm, I feel like not being recognized. I was going to say that. Like coming in second all the time. Yeah. Because I feel like that's just her whole life. She's always like coming to second, like to everybody, coming second to Penny something like that she yeah. she never really gets her moment to be number one she's like mm-hmm. when is it gonna be my turn we have never beth we'll never write it for you ever it's always gonna be second for her 31 31 how do they treat people worse than them hmm and that's an interesting question it is how do they treat people worse to them? Like worse off? Like in a... I was thinking like... Like... Like rude or just like totally awful people. I wasn't thinking like... Mm. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't think she... Like even though Beth is... Let's go back for a second. I feel like she has like a sharp tongue to her at times i don't think she would let people completely steamroll over her Mm -hmm. but i think the issue is is when she's standing up for herself or somebody else nobody else backs her up like i feel like she's like and another thing and everyone else is just kind of like like she's kind of alone like in these situations what a sad girly (laughs) she doesn't get to be number one is all on her own (laughs) All right, we have Duke. Next. 28, which is how many years he belongs in prison. Ew, I don't like this question. What is their sinful little habit? Picking up underage <laughs> girls, <Yeah>. period. <laughs> yeah, do, do we need to go any further? Do we need into to that? elaborate? No. 
That's ew. I don't like that question. I think the universe heard. They knew. Mm-hmm. Um, and the next one is 12. How are they seen by others? This is a good question. Because I think everyone sees him differently. Yeah. So, like, I feel like people he went to college with, like, well, they he never probably looked down. Oh, that's true. That's true. Or, like, people he probably knew from high school probably, like, looked down on him because he never, like moved on or whatever mm-hmm. but also like you have people like lily may who like really look up to him you also does like, she look have... up to him or does she just think he's like arm candy is it like a parent trap like nikki i think she looks up to him i think she like not looks up to him like oh my goodness he's my idol i think like looks up to him in the sense that like she is so mesmerized by him that she's blinded just by, like, his physical attract. Like, he, she, she's so, like, attracted to him that every bad thing he does, she doesn't see. And maybe it's, like, a status thing, too. Because Lily May, I think, is 22 or so. And we just aged Duke down a little bit. Maybe they were mm-hmm. in high school at the same time, right? And mm-hmm. she was a little yeah. younger, like, a year or two younger. She saw him as, like mr popular mr big man on campus and even though he's not that anymore maybe she still holds that reputation for him in her mind yeah i did i definitely think that's it did we was that two for duke i think so yeah sinful little habit all right all right then we have jeremy 32 what quality do they most value in a friend loyalty because he is so loyal okay i don't think jeremy and he's your character so you can very well be like um you're wrong i feel like he doesn't have standards i just feel like someone who's just like willing to be his friend or whatever he's just like okay like he seems like one of those people that would make friends in any scenario like at the grocery store oh i'm now best friends with the cashier that's totally true 34 if they could change one thing about themselves what would it be Mm, okay I'm like going back and forth with everything because I was thinking like maybe the fact that he is like so eager to make like he's he can make friends with anybody that like leaves trust issues at some point um yeah I would say like maybe he does like tend to latch on to people very easily maybe he wishes he was more um independent Caution. yeah yeah like he's very dependent me. on people mm-hmm. all right lily may i hope we get some good ones oh 35 what is their obsession well so many things though i feel like power money wealth status i feel like power that's like the main thing I feel like she, like, with power, you can get any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's what that is. And it just fits in with her personality. Mm-hmm. 33. What do they consider an overrated virtue? Ooh. I don't know. Hmm. Maybe, like... So I think we said that she's really into family. 
in a previous episode. She is really into family, but I think for like the status reason. Mm-hmm. Like the the uh, value her name holds. Yeah. But I feel like traditional familial relationships that like people who have good family bonds, I feel like she might think that's overrated. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. we're all hanging out on the weekend. Like, I feel like she's like, that's corny and dumb. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Then we have Delia. Who has 21. What is their philosophy of life? Go with the flow, baby. That I would agree. I think she's very you adaptable know. and she just takes things as they come to her. Mm-hmm. Very much unlike me. Can't relate. Uh, 30. How do they treat people better than them? I think almost everybody is, like, better than her in quotation marks. Like, they're better off than she is. But I don't think she treats them any differently. Agree. I feel like she's still, like, cool about it. Like, mm-hmm. she she's not jealous or anything. Like, maybe she has like a little resentment but like she doesn't let that like mask her judgment of people i don't think she would be intimidated by anybody like for them being better like i don't think she'd be like oh my god i can't approach this person because they're here and i'm there like i feel like she's just kind of like people are people yeah and then lastly we have lincoln big lincoln 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 uh we have for him 16 do they make snap judgments or take time to consider i would say both okay i think initially maybe a lot of snap judgments because i feel like he's someone he knows what he likes and what he doesn't like Mm -hmm. but maybe through not saying your relationship changes you but maybe through jeremy it teaches him to slow down I love that. To just kind of chill out a little bit. Like, take your time to think about it and process. I love how they both, like, learn things about themselves or, like, learn how to, I don't know. Because we we said Jeremy wants to be more independent. But Mm -hmm. I, and, like, it's so weird. He's going to learn how to be more independent by being with somebody. Like, does that make sense? I don't know. Yeah such a weird combination they're still my favorite they are our final for lincoln is seven what makes them laugh out loud jeremy (laughs) their whole personality is them two just them two together he's the kind of guy who never laughed out loud until he met jeremy i would agree like i couldn't see him being jovial and like lighthearted about anything but I feel like when people who are more like analytical and not stone cold, but like you get what I mean, when they're with people mm-hmm. who are golden retriever, you can't yeah. help but be lighter. And I think with him, Aww. because Jeremy is the way that he is, maybe part of it is Lincoln just like laughing at the ridiculousness of them two like being compatible. Like, they make mm-hmm. sense, but they don't make sense. And we love yeah. to see it. I love this. This is so cute. I'm satisfied. I am too. 
Well, we didn't get to our supporting characters, but we did get our main characters. And they're the only ones that matter Which anyway. I do. Who cares about the adults? Parents. All the same. Mm-hmm. I'm very curious to see more of how they would interact with each other because I want to do some Googling mm-hmm. to see, yeah. like, does this friendship make sense? Would this work? Where would the tension be? How does that fit into the plot? I don't know. That's, I mean, it's a good thing there's actual websites for that because mm-hmm. that's definitely going to be interesting looking into. We got to wait another couple months until writer's room. But, you know, it's it's a sweet treat that we'll be giving. Anyways, should we take a quizzy whizzy? We should. We are taking a quiz called, which classic character archetype fits your personality? What kind of character would you be in a story? By Ottawa School. A community contributor. Okay, education. Yeah. Thank you, Ottawa School. Thank you, education. What word best describes you? Loyal. Enough to hold an umbrella over your head in a torrential downpour. Organized. I did just buy a planner last night from Target, so I'm just saying. An adjective that I'm tired of being associated with me. Funny. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm more than just a box of laugh, love. We have wise, like our dear Yoda. I don't have anything funny to say, just wisdom. Uh, That's technically baby Yoda, Grogu, just just FYI. I don't look at that nerd stuff. I'm just no offense to anyone who likes that nerd stuff. And then we have brave enough to look off the side of a cliff and not jump. We've all thought it. Or mysterious. No one understands me. Um, I would have said organized maybe a few years ago, but not so much anymore. Um, I'm going to say mysterious. Nobody understands I'm- you. <laughs> no wait i honestly considered it no the something about mysterious describing me it just doesn't like feel right so i'm gonna put loyal oh wow i'm just gonna stick to the hufflepuff um part of me it's probably not even true uh anyway i'm gonna pick organized because i'm trying y'all i went through all of my documents today i have a box of things that need to be shredded planner the tables in the google doc you know you're definitely more organized than me, and I'm jealous of that. It's if a soul, babe. We're working on it. Who's your favorite Greek god? I don't know these, even though I took two mythology classes. Ah, okay. We have Hermes, a.k.a. Hermes. Uh, we have Athena, and that's on Nashville. We have Hera. Don't know what she did. Hades, Apollo, or Zeus. Where's Percy Jackson? Percy Jackson is a demigod. Whatever, same thing with his dyslexia. (laughs) He said, I can't read, so I'm going to sit at the bottom of the pool. I actually took 
a Percy Jackson quiz one time that would that said like who your like Greek god like parent is. And I think I got Apollo. I don't know what Apollo did though. I literally blacked out all of my mythology anything. It took two I mean, I didn't years expect you to know. I don't remember. I read the whole Percy Jackson series and the spinoffs, and I can't remember any of this. I'm picking Athena because I'm pretty. That's female power right there. That's on being a boss, babe. <laughs> what would... Okay, what would be your pirate name? Tidal Wave Teddy. That really resonates with me. Double Trouble Tom. I feel like that's you. Bold Billy Bob. <laughs> Goldbeard Gord, Neat Pete, I kind of like that too, or Smarty Pants Sam. I was gonna say I think Neat Pete is you. (laughs) (laughs) You said I was double trouble Tom. I thought that's you. (laughs) All right, I'll pick that one just because I think you're either Tidal Wave Teddy or Neat Pete. I think it just really expresses the duality of me as a person. It's either tidal waves of emotion or together, structured, organized. Mm-hmm. I think tidal wave Teddy is like fun. It's like a fun word, uh, like name. Neat Pete is just like kind of out there. Neato. You know? Neato pedo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you choose one? I'm so sorry. I I'm did. Like- I did choose Neat Pete. Okay, okay, I'm so sorry. What is your favorite Marvel character? This is not my brand. We have the Hulk. A desperate need for therapy. We have Professor X. Who is that one person from Marvel? Or maybe that's not even from Marvel. I don't know. Where, like, it had the eyeball scar like that. Like. The what? Like, the eyeball scar like that. Um, I don't know. I'll have to Google it later, but it's, there's a vision in my head. I can't remember who it is. Captain America, (laughs) Spider-Man, obvious choice, Iron Man, RIP, or Loki. Um, I'm going to go with Spider-Man because I feel like he's just like the OG Marvel character. He just is. That's the only one I know. And I don't want to hear anything from all these, like, Marvel stands. Like, oh, you only like him because of Tom Holland. Um, excuse you. I watched my first Spider-Man movie when I was four years old on a projector. I don't remember if it was Spider-Man 1 or 2. But it was definitely not Tom Holland. Because he was probably a little baby boy at that point. I remember watching it the first time ever with Tobey Maguire. I also remember when Spider-Man 3 came out and they had those holographic cards in the Lunchables. So, we ain't fake fans. Dang. Which of these books would you want to read? I don't want to say none, but whatever. Okay, we have Becoming by Michelle Obama. Heard it's really good. Bossy Pants by Tina Fey. Been out for a while. Steve Jobs by Walter Isaacson. What's that like to devote your life to writing about someone else's life? Interesting. I am Malala by Malala Yousaf. I can't pronounce her last name. I know what it is. I just can't pronounce it. I'm so sorry. By Malala. Then we have LeBron James, a biography by Lou Friedman. 
or The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up the Japanese Art of Decluttering and Organizing by Marie Kondo. I've read that book three times, so I'm obviously picking it. Hello? Um, I'm not a memoir person. I'm just going to put it out there. Um, I've seen plenty of Steve Jobs, Apple films. I feel like I know, I know him personally. Um, but you know what? When this, when Becoming by Michelle Obama came out, that's what everybody was reading Mm -hmm. or like listening to on Audible. So I'm going to pick that one. But did you hear they're making like a mini series? Uh, I don't know if it's around, like, I don't know if it's about her or like, um, Barack Obama, but like, there's going to be a little mini series on Showtime about them. I did not hear that. And I won't be watching because I don't have Showtime. But I think that's I don't cool. have Showtime either. I just, mm-hmm. I don't really read nonfiction very often. I feel like if I'm going to read, I want the fantasy of it all. Mm-hmm. Life is like a... Rubik's Cube. And that's on Harry Styles' promotional thing for his tour that one time. Y'all remember. Mountain. It's the climb. Miley Cyrus. <laughs> Jar of Marbles. Not to be confused with... Jar of Hearts by Christina Perry. Bookshelf. Okay. It's so much potential. Uh, water Park. It's constantly battering you with liquid. You're drowning every day. Or Journey. And it's gross. <laughs> Journey. Not even a box of chocolates. Wow. Mm-mm. Missed opportunity here. Copyright issues. Um, I think... Just because of Miley, I'm going to go with Mountain. That song still makes me emotional to this day. I am going to pick Water Park because I do feel like I'm drowning sometimes. In kids' urine? I wouldn't say that, but in other obligations (laughs) and priorities, a tear may have been shed. Who is your favorite Harry Potter character? Once again, not my brand. We have Snape, R.I.P. Alan Rickman. We have Hagrid. I'm not going to say what I was going to say. Never mind. Uh, we have Dumbledore. <laughs> we have Fred and or George Weasley. I don't like that they didn't separate them. They are their own people. A little, a little, um, a little behind with the times to group twins together like that. Hedwig. Birds are scary, or Harry Potter's fringe. Not him, just the bangs. <laughs> his hair is just, and you could tell, like, you can't even see his glasses, really. They're just, like, mm-hmm. a part of him. Um, My favorite Harry Potter character is not listed on here, but I guess I'll go with Hagrid, because he's just, he's very, he was so nice to Harry. I'll go with the twins because, um, why not? Even though... They deserve better. Even though, and once again, Harry Potter is not my brand, and people can say whatever they want, but the the one Weasley that's also in About Time, you know who I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah. Bill. Well, in the uh, movies, Bill Weasley. Anyway, <laughs> we know. And he was an ex machina. Ex machina. Uh, you have a ex machina. <laughs> I haven't. I I don't watch anything. They took it off Netflix. So that, 
I know. I would, I was, you know what? Never mind. Who was your favorite Disney character? Rafiki from The Lion King. Moana never saw that movie. Jack Sparrow never saw that movie. Sully of Monsters, Inc. Uh, Sebastian of The Little Mermaid. Or the genie from Aladdin. Sully. I'm going to go with Moana. Sully. I'm going with Moana. That's such a good movie. You need to watch it. Although you'd probably have to get Disney Plus to watch it now. That ain't happening. <sighs> yeah. Roses are red. Violets are... Blue. An obvious choice. Green. Like the eyes of my lover. New. I don't think they're new, but they could be new to you. Flowers, not wrong. Weak, potentially. I mean, potentially. Or lovely. Isn't she lovely? Isn't she wonderful? And that's on carpool Um, karaoke. I'm going to go with lovely. I don't think I know what a violet looks like, TBH. Um, I... I'm just going to go with a flower. Cool. What classic character archetype did you get, Taylor? Buckle up, ladies. This is appropriate. The spelling is not the same, but the pronunciation, stay with me. The Herald. (gasps) Wow. You are always punctual, super organized, and incredibly trustworthy. Questionable. If a party needs to be planned or a study group organized, you are the person for the job. What picture is um, next to your description? Um, It looks like not a nice computer, but like a Lenovo or something. And there's a wireless keyboard. No, wait. Also, no shade to anyone who has a Lenovo. Like we used to have one too. I'm not hating. And then there's a little glass of water. Um, I got the threshold guardian. You are bold, brave, and loyal. Your picture should be in a dictionary next to the word friend and exclamation points and quotation marks. Whoa. And my picture is of a golden retriever. I love that that's the imagery for loyal and that just makes sense. It's it's always a golden retriever and I'm not mad about it. I'm and not. you shouldn't be. No. All right, should we do our outro? Of course. We hope all of you neat Pete's and double trouble Toms have (laughs) the greatest week of your life, the greatest week of your existence. You better, or else we're coming to your house. We're going to force it on you. Surprise, we're coming to everybody's house. Surprise, unlimited gas. and when we do come to your house you better give us a rating give us a review tell us what you like tell us what you don't like and while you're at it be sure to follow us on twitter at courage and doll and make sure to check out our website couragedollpodcast.wixsite.com slash now playing and if you don't have twitter but you still want to tell us your thoughts then email us couragedollpodcast at gmail.com and subscribe Bye. bye